Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Benjamin Dixon Show is only possible with listener support. Go to www.TheBenjaminDixonShow.com to register for our blog and join the Progressive Army. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and gender non-conforming individuals to another episode of The Benjamin Dixon Show. Today is Thursday, August 10th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me. We begin in Hawaii, where wildfires have claimed 36 lives and destroyed hundreds of homes and other buildings, according to the Associated Press, along the island of Maui in the deadliest blaze in the United States in years. Pictures and videos from Lahaina have emerged showing the complete and total devastation of that city. Thousands of people have been forced to evacuate and rescuers are still on the scene even as I am recording this video. Again, according to the Associated Press, the fire started Tuesday and took the island by surprise, racing through dry growth and leaving behind burned out cars on once busy city streets and smoking piles of rubble where historic buildings had stood. The flames left some people with mere minutes to act and led some to flee into the ocean. In fact, there are videos of people who are literally in the ocean trying to survive the fires. We are living in, again, these are just the beginning stages of the serious and the very real effects of climate change. These effects have been predicted for decades, almost as centuries. It's been, uh, there was an article over 100 years ago that was marking the amount of carbon dioxide that we were pumping into the atmosphere. But we have as a society known that these effects, the exact effects that we are seeing now, we knew that they were coming for decades. And while wildfires are commonplace and this particular fire in Hawaii was exacerbated by the wind gust uh, coming off of a passing by hurricane, the reality is, is that what we are doing to the climate or rather what we are refusing to do to arrest climate change most certainly amplified the disaster that's happening right now in Hawaii, especially when you juxtapose what's happening in Hawaii with what's happening all around the world. Historic floods all over the world, fires all over the world, storms that are enhanced and made worse by climate change happening every single day. Hell falling the size of footballs on a regular basis. 
right? These are just some of the effects that we can expect to get worse. And one of the things that hit me this morning as I was watching the news and reading the news rather on what's happening in Hawaii, it, it dawned on me that as this summer gets ready to come to an end, what's going to happen is what happens every year. We forget how hot this last summer was because the fall is so beautiful and then the winter is so cold. We start to wish for the summer. But what's happening between last what happened rather between last summer and this summer should alarm us to what's coming next summer. And with the news cycle being the way it is, I mean, I was off the air for a few days this week getting my kids ready for back to school. And and I recognize just by being off three days, just how vicious this news cycle is, the speed, the intensity. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to pay attention. And therefore, it's hard to care about a whole lot of stories. And what's going to happen as soon as the temperatures start to cool off, we are going to be so inundated with the news cycle that we forget about what's coming next summer. Every summer is going to be hotter from this point forward. The storms are going to be more intense. I'm not trying to rattle you or sound the alarm. I just want us to start thinking as a society about this collective memory loss that we have. We get so busy that we honestly forget the news cycle in, within three weeks, right? I've, I've honestly see, I've seen us drop our attention span off of major world issues in less than three weeks, right? The Ukrainian war, the shock of the of invasion by Vladimir Putin into Ukraine, the shock wore off after three weeks. It became normalized. Same thing with the absurdity of our politics and our politicians and the level of hatred and bigotry, right? It seems extreme, but then it becomes normalized and it takes honestly less than three weeks of the consistent ridiculousness that we get from the news cycle to really just wash our memories of the reality that next summer is going to be worse than this summer. And it is the period between now and next summer that we may have a fleeting chance of arresting this out of control climate disaster, the emergency that we are in. And so, yes, we are calling on President Joe Biden to declare a climate emergency and take emergency actions so that we don't just comfortably rest and enjoy the fall with our pumpkin spice lattes and then it gets cooler and colder for the winter and then Christmas season comes and everybody forgets about how hot it was because everyone's complaining about how cold it is and we forget that we have a very small window to halt the effects that we're experiencing now and it's going to require a mass movement it's not going to be paper straws Right. We need definitive action. We saw the. I mean, let's be honest. We saw how quickly the environment will start to heal itself during the beginning of the pandemic when we shut down for like a month because we didn't shut down for people say oh, we shut down for two years. That's a complete total lie. We shut down for about three weeks to a month. And in that short time, we saw the, the Hudson River start to look clear for the first time in our lifetimes in short order. We saw air quality improve because there wasn't as many planes in the sky on a daily basis. So there are emergency actions that can be taken to mitigate the, 
the climate disaster that we are watching happen and unfold in real time. And and I know like when I say that, you know, air, fewer airplanes in the air improves our chances and improves the air quality. I, I know people hear that and say, well, Ben, what about commerce? Well, you can't do a whole lot of commerce when people are literally dying from the heat. Right. People are getting third degree burns because they tripped and fell on the concrete. Entire cities being flooded. Highways turned into rivers, right? This is what we're seeing every single day, multiple times a day across the globe. We are seeing the reality, the beginning stages and the reality of what a climate emergency actually looks like. And we still don't have definitive action from anyone, not just this administration, not just the United States of America, really across the globe. Our leaders are failing us on the most important issue of our day. If you if you care about the planet, which is like, OK, most people probably like whatever. But if you care about your children, your progeny, your children's children, I mean, it really is at the point where you need to have a conversation with your children, whether or not they should have children. That sounds dramatic. Well. Yeah, I would say that that is dramatic because we are living in dramatic times as evidenced by all of the climate disasters that we are seeing across the globe and all of those natural disasters that are exacerbated by climate change. I would say, yes, this is a very dramatic situation and we need to govern ourselves accordingly. But unfortunately, we are being governed by people who believe they can still punt this issue down the football field. But no, I'm sorry. We're in the fourth quarter. We just passed the two minute warning. We are on the final play, our final opportunity to do something about climate change. But I fear that the coaches and the owners of the United States of America, just like every other nation, will continue with business as usual. So long as the temperatures drop in the fall enough for people to grab their pumpkin spice lattes and their sweaters. And so long as the winter is cold enough for people to long for next summer, they will continue with business as usual. If the people forget that un unless we do something about it, this summer is the coolest summer for the rest of our lives. Now, think about that and don't let the season changing make us forget that we have to do something right now and hope that it's not already too late. Hate to be a downer. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Benjamin Dixon show after this break. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to The Benjamin Dixon Show. Visit us online at TheBenjaminDixonShow.com. If we're mourning anything this morning, it is the loss of democracy. I am your duly elected state attorney for the Ninth Judicial Circuit, and nothing done by a weak dictator can change that. That's the voice of Monique H. Worrell. She is the state attorney or the former state attorney for the Ninth Judicial Circuit. She was fired by... Ron DeSantis. This is the second state attorney that Ron DeSantis has fired um, in the last two years alone. Florida Governor DeSantis suspends yet another Democratic prosecutor as he seeks the GOP presidential nomination is the headline from the Associated Press. And this is their update. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Wednesday suspended the top prosecutor in Orlando, again, wielding his executive power over local government in taking on a contentious issue in the 2024 presidential race. This is the second time that DeSantis, who is a Republican, has removed a Democratic state attorney. Again, that's according to the Associated Press. Um, We all do know that her words are extremely accurate. He is a weak dictator. Weak in the sense that he is a small, petty man with some deeply seated um, emotional damage like he's not all there. Have you seen the videos as he attempts to smile and every time he attempts to smile, he comes off as if he is just not human. I'm trying to find the way to have that conversation without being ableist, but he certainly is not coming off as a normal human being. He almost comes off, if I could be so ridiculous, he almost comes off as a lizard in a human skin suit whenever he tries to smile. I don't know why I felt like saying that and taking so much time to describe him in that manner, but it just felt accurate as well as good. But he is a weak dictator in the sense that he is a very small person. He has power, though, and he's seeking the highest level of power on the face of the planet. And there's a possibility that he could get it, especially with Donald Trump, uh, with all of his indictments, that there's a possibility that it may not work out where he could run from prison. Right. He may not get the nomination to be able to run. And then we will be stuck running against Ron DeSantis. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that both DeSantis and Trump are fascists. But Ron DeSantis is an efficient fascist. And so as I hear the uh, state's attorney who was uh, uh, Monique Worrell, as I hear her describe Ron DeSantis as a weak dictator, I agree that he is a weak person personally. 
but he is extremely powerful as the governor of the state of Florida. And we've seen the laws, the draconian laws that he's passed. We've seen how he has overturned the will of the people who have duly elected these uh, state attorneys, but he's using his power to get rid of them, just like he used his power to influence the ouster of all of these state superintendents, right? Uh, not, not state superintendents, but school board superintendents across the state. Ron DeSantis, there's some 11 empty school board positions right now. And if any of you have dealt with the school board system, if you've ever been on a school board, or if you've ever even worked at a school while they were searching for a superintendent, you will know how difficult and how time consuming it is to find a qualified, a highly qualified superintendent in this country. Florida has 11 empty vacancies and they're vacant because Ron DeSantis is a dictator who wields his power. He is a small little man with a huge ego. Right. He he wears those, you know, those boots to make him taller. He should just accept it like I've accepted it. You're short guy. Just just accept it. Right. He loves putting, you know, he 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 bobbles his head in a really strange, weird kind of funny way. These he's he has all of these idiosyncrasies that are laughable, but that are also signals to me that we're dealing with an actual sociopath. Who is clearly a political sociopath who says stuff like when he gets into office, he's going to start slitting the throats of public workers. Right. He wanted to, it to be a metaphor. But when you look in the eyes of this very sick, twisted man who, by the way, was uh, who oversaw torture at Guantanamo Bay when he was a JAG officer in the Navy. Maybe I should have led with that. Right. We're dealing with the kind of man who would sit across the table from someone being tortured and get a worse reputation than the actual torturer. Go to the realnewsnetwork.com. I believe it's dot com. Um, it's the Real News Network. There's an interview. Just Google it and, and watch the interview. The Ron DeSantis um, Guantanamo Bay torture interview. Google that and listen to that interview. And you will hear the voice of a man who was tortured, but remembers Ron DeSantis because of how Ron DeSantis was laughing. How he was smirking during that time as he oversaw the torture underneath the auspices of of making sure that there were no human rights violations. He oversaw. I just want to really put the emphasis on what type of dictator this guy really is. Right now as the governor of Florida. Now imagine if he becomes the emperor of the United States of America, or rather the president of the United States of America empire the most powerful position in the history of this planet. So you will understand when we roll out a full mobilization against someone like Ron DeSantis, because he wants to do to the rest of the country what he has already done to the state of Florida. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash the BPD show and get twice the content and unfiltered interviews without any of the commercial and interruptions. Here we Go. Very special welcome to two new patrons, Seth Pitts. Thank you so much for becoming a patron. And Brian Hinn, thank you for becoming a patron. This entire patron party is for the two of you. Turn it up. Yeah.
wait a minute. You too can become a part of this prestigious and prodigious patron family by going to patreon.com forward slash the BPD show where you get twice the content, none of the commercial interruptions, and you get access to our patron party, which we are revitalizing, renewing, and relaunching in the near future. Patreon.com forward slash the BPD show. And we will be back after these commercial breaks unless you are a patron. Welcome back to The Benjamin Dixon Show. Visit us online at TheBenjaminDixonShow.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. I, I know there's a lot of more exciting news happening in the world when we talk about Donald Trump, um, but... I do want to play this clip of Donald Trump being Donald Trump uh, and going after Chris Christie for his weight. This is particularly funny to me because uh, Donald Trump is not that far away from being the same size as Chris Christie. And uh, I'm not fat shaming Chris Christie because just not too long ago, I was about his size. So but I want to play this clip. Here's Donald Trump. This is what the election is going to be like, no matter who he's running against. This is the type of person Donald Trump is. Listen it. No, no, Christie's he's eating right now. He can't be bothered. Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. You can't do it. You can't do that. So now, because you're not allowed to do that, and therefore uh, we're not going to do it, he's, okay? He's such a juvenile. I mean, it's, it's funny if you, you know, have the humor of a, of a child, and there are times where I, you know, I can laugh at these kinds of things. And I'm not going to lie. I laughed at this. I did. I'm just not going to laugh here on air with you. Um, Chris Christie fancies himself to be a tough guy. I kind of like that about Chris Christie. I don't really believe that he's a tough guy because um, it's easy to come off like a tough guy when you're like the governor of a state and you like to talk trash. But I digress. That's completely besides the point. He he responded and he responded like a tough guy. Um, Listen in. He's a big talker when we're a few miles away from each other. He's got a lot to say when he's got a phone in his hand posting something on social media. We're going to know what he's really made of if we see whether he shows up two weeks from tonight or not on that stage. Because I'll tell you one thing for sure. I will be there and I am waiting for him. And then we'll answer him. Because where I grew up and the way I was raised was a man who has something to say to another man, comes up to him and looks him in the eye and says it to him. And a coward does the opposite. That's right. Come say it to my face, Donald Trump. <laughs> if you're so tough, come say it. Call me fat to my face, Donald Trump. Listen, I apologize. There's, there's no intellectual value in this particular segment. But when you've got the leading candidate for president calling another candidate fat and then the other guy responds by saying, come say it to my face, Donald Trump. I, you know, I had to put it on today's podcast.
Overturning Roe versus Wade is the greatest accomplishment the conservative movement has had since the end of the Cold War. We should be proud of it and build on it, not run away from it. That's the voice of Laura Ingram last night on Fox News saying that this, well, you heard what she said. The funny thing about it is, though, it is so overturning Roe versus Wade is so unpopular. Voters in Ohio just shot down a ballot initiative that was aimed at making ballot initiatives more difficult, ironically enough, specifically because voters in the state of Ohio intend on putting a woman's right to choose on the ballot. They intend to use their ballot access, their referendum right to amend the Constitution to enshrine a woman's right to choose. That's what voters are preparing to do. And in advance of that, the highly gerrymandered state legislature in the state of Ohio, I was getting ready to say Florida and Georgia, but no, I'm talking about the gerrymandered state in Ohio. All of those states are highly gerrymandered, but I, but I digress. We saw this ballot initiative, issue one, that went before for voters in Ohio get shot down. So while Laura Ingram is trying to encourage conservatives to run on the overturning of Roe versus Wade, listen to the sound of voters and protesters and activists who showed up to the Ohio State Capitol this week as they got ready to shoot down this attack on their right to amend the Constitution by a simple majority, 50 percent plus one. Or a supermajority, the 60%. That's what Republicans tried to do to the democracy, to the people's rights in the state of Ohio, because they are so afraid of what Roe versus overturning Roe versus Wade is going to do to them in the upcoming elections. Listen in. Again, that's the sound of hundreds of protesters who jammed inside of the Ohio State Capitol to let them know that they were going to vote no. They're chanting, we vote no on issue one, which was, again, an issue that was forwarded to the people to vote on by the gerrymandered Republican-led state legislature. They tried to circumvent democracy by moving the goalpost from 50 percent plus one to 60% supermajority necessary to get a ballot initiative passed to amend the constitution of the state of Ohio. That's how much they dislike democracy. And that, Laura Ingram, is how unpopular overturning Roe versus Wade really was. And as you all know, Ohio is a critical swing state. So yeah, Laura Ingram, I, I too hope that every conservative runs on overturning Roe versus Wade. We should be proud of it and build on it, not run away from it. Coming up in the patrons only episode, I've got quite a few videos from PragerU. That is the far right wing propaganda outlet that Ron DeSantis has given access to all of the state of Florida 
um, given all of the state of Florida access to their so-called curriculum. Let me play a small portion of it. This is two. Uh, this is a clip of two little white kids who traveled back in time to speak with uh, various historical figures. Here's a conversation between two little white kids and Booker T. Washington. Uh, listen to it for yourself. I hate that our country had slavery. Mr. Washington, sometimes do you wish you could have lived somewhere else, like a different country? That's a great question. And I hate slavery too, but it's been a reality everywhere in the world. And even now in 1910, it's still happening in other countries. Despite our nation not always living up to our declaration that all men are created equal, I am still so proud and thankful to be an American. Even though you were a slave? <laughs> exactly. Because I was and not anymore. <laughs> the the music kills me. Um, I, I have a few more clips that I'll play during the patrons only episode. They also these two little kids travel in time and they go and speak to Christopher Columbus and Frederick Douglass. And it, it only gets worse from here. This was the least ridiculous of the four clips that I have. So go to patreon.com forward slash the BPD show to get that conversation. Uh, before we go, I want to read you a headline and I'm going to be discussing this article as well in the pa um, patrons only episode. It's a, a headline from rawstory.com. Uh, pastors are alarmed after Trump loving congregants deride Jesus's teachings as weak. Yeah, but let me read it again so it could saturate and soak in. Pastors are alarmed after Trump loving congregants deride Jesus's teachings as weak. In other words, we have come to the stage in American history where white evangelicals who love swear they love God are literally choosing Donald Trump over Jesus. <laughs> I mean, where else were they going to go after this? Because after, I guess I'm going to talk a little bit about it now, but we only have like 60 seconds left. But what do you expect when you have driven your audience to do nothing, your constituents to do nothing but hate and to have rage and to embrace their bigotry? It's not really easy to go back to love your neighbor. <laughs> It's not it, you have to be deprogrammed to go from what some of these white evangelicals are calling for, which is the public execution of gay people. It takes a lot to go from that back to um, love the least amongst us, take care of those who are the least amongst us. Right. But that is what you should expect in these late days of American history. We are leaning hit. Well, not we, but these white evangelicals are leaning fully into um, the anti their their own version of the Antichrist. That's the funniest thing about these white evangelicals. So I'll give you more of the details in that particular article, patreon.com forward slash the BPD show. Everyone else, um, I will see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. The Benjamin Dixon Show is only possible with listener support. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash the bpd show and support the benjamin dixon show if you like this episode be sure to share like and subscribe